what is good this is cheats and you are about to be introduced to a brand new thing that is hitting the city of richmond i am very very excited to welcome my dear friend chioki ensign he is the director of community media at the ica and we are going to talk a little bit about this brand new podcast festival, the Resonate Podcast Festival that's kicking off this Friday, October 14th. It runs through the 15th at the ICA in Richmond, Virginia. Chioki, my man, what's good, brother? <laughs> Cheats, what it do, man? What's going on? I'm excited, man. Let's talk about Resonate. Let's talk about the two days um, that people are going to experience before we go into the actual days, the sessions, and the presenters, tell me yeah. how this all came about. Tell me how the concept came about. Oh, man. So, I mean, you know, a couple of years ago when I was walking around town talking about this, this new idea that I wanted to do, the community media center, um, there was always going to be a roster of things that the center would put on. We would do some regular workshops. We would teach people about, say, podcasting and other media production. And we were going to do a summer camp, which we did this past summer, which I'm very proud of, called Levels Up. And But the big move was that we were going to have a podcast festival. And um, I did a lot of talking. And then eventually somebody said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why they decided to give me, uh, you know, this uh, this programming budget and this space. But here we are. It's it's going down. So when you envision a podcast festival, yeah. what do you what do you envision? Because different different podcasters, different creators always are looking for different things. You've been yeah. walking around. You've got this got the position got the opportunity built out these beautiful a beautiful facility on the second floor of the ICA what were you envisioning when it came to to a festival yeah I would say that the main the main thing that I'm looking for for a festival are the opportunities to connect um, I'm I'm really about being able to put people together especially you know we've had a couple years where getting together was like maybe not so easy <laughs> just um, just a couple just a couple i mean it's like a little just a little you probably you probably heard about it in the news it, right, it, you know right something was going um, around yeah um but you know like the thing about being a student the way that you get into an institution is that you meet somebody that works there you maybe get a relationship with them they encourage you to apply for something. They'll notify other people about the thing that you're, you're into and that you're doing. And, and then you find your way to the internship and into the job and, and that whole thing. Like there's a, there's a kind of like pattern to the way that, especially our students at BCU, like matriculate into the world. And having to be on Zoom all the time is not good for that. I mean, that reduces some limitations, you know? And so, uh, the, so for me, the festival is about being able to like get together and have that kind of intimacy and that networking possibility to make it happen. And then the second thing is that it's about the, um, the education. It's about being able to go to a place, having all these questions about something, like in this case, I have all these questions about podcasting and being able to go to one place at one time 
and get all your questions answered. That's the thing that to me is like the awesome, amazing thing. And that's what I'm, I'm really excited about. I'm excited about it too. I've been podcasting for uh, probably about five or six years now. And the sessions that you've lined up and the presenters that you've lined up, I'm excited to learn from them. And it's not, um, I don't say that all the time. I don't say that lightly, but the fact that you're able to communicate with people that are doing it, that's one thing that I noticed about the, the presenters that you lined up. These are, these are people that are actively in the field. And so being able to learn from them directly, being excited about it, tell me about what people should expect over the two days. Who do you have lined up to present and how did you come about selecting those individuals? Yeah, sure. Well, okay, look, so the, the first thing that was an issue for me is like we had the, the media center had been open for a, a little bit and we knew that um, there were always there's a there's questions that people always had whenever they came by. Right. They'd be like, well, how do I set this up? How do I write this? How do I market it? How do I you know? And so I started with those questions and then tried to find people who could answer those questions. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and it was like a lot of, a lot of kind of podcasters that I knew professionally, but then I also just reached out for recommendations for trying to see like who, like who's good, who's a good person to talk to about this. So like, for instance, we have Dane Cardio who uh, works at an outfit called uh, Headgum, And he is going to do a session on how to market a podcast now, you know, it's hard. It's arguably easier to make a podcast than it is to get everybody to hear your podcast. And so marketing right. is a major, major thing that we have to think more about. And Dane is a person whose full time job is to make sure that podcasts get heard, you know, and that ads get sold on them. And so, right. like, that's one good example. Right. Uh, I got CC uh, Pascal who is going to do a session on how to negotiate a podcast deal. I mean, like a lot of us, when we, whenever we are fortunate enough to get to that step, we then are in that negotiation room, so to speak. And if it's the first time you've ever been in negotiations, then chances are the negotiations will not be favorable to you. <laughs> who, so you tell, who you tell it? <laughs> who you tell it? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so, like someone's got to tell you what it, what it, what it do, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, so we got, we went and got CC. I got uh, Nicole Hill from an amazing podcast called Secret Adventures of Black People. And um, she is going to do a, a session on how to score a podcast. Like, right. like how exactly do you put the music up in here? And specifically, she's going to explain how to score a podcast when you're not a musician. Like when you're not somebody that works with this stuff, you know, right. in these in these super professional ways that other people do. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're that's what we're looking at. Right. Like we're we're, we're trying to like answer these very specific uh, questions about what podcasting is. I got the the, the girls who do uh, the NPR show Invisibilia. Now they do long form uh, audio, which is to say that like they do stories that might last a whole hour. But there are certain kinds of rules to doing those stories. And she sure. and Kia and Yoe are going to explain like how what the elements of that are. But I also have someone uh, who's going to be doing a session on writing for the ear. And uh, 
this is Ellen Horn, who uh, used to executive produce uh, Radio Lab. Like she was the executive producer for like 12 years, you know. Um, and so she knows a thing or two about the structure of stories and how to how to make sure that when people hear it, they understand it very well. Right. Um, so you see that we got like it's a it's a crazy kind of roster. We even got a cat up here. I'm going to move this microphone. Oh, oh, oh. We even got a cat up here who's going to tell us about community building, about how to how to spread spread the podcast uh, to the to the publics and 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 gather a community uh, around them and and start what some might even refer to as a movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got one of those cats up there too. We'll we'll see how that goes. That one might be look. That might be the bathroom break of the session. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's I'm excited about Friday and and. It's really interesting, and I want you to explain, because Friday does seem to be more of a educational, like you said, technical part of the of the festival. There's a lot of sessions, a lot of really strong education. Saturday is built to probably a little bit more built around the pitch competition. You want to explain that as well? Oh, yes. Okay. So, um, okay. Well, first off, Resonate has a lot of elements to it. So it's got... Right. Right. like the networking, it's got the educational sessions. There's opportunity for one-on-one -on -one meetings. So if you've signed up for Resonate, you'll be able to sign up for what are called tune-ups, which are presented by our partners at the Association for Independence and Radio. Now at the tune-ups, you could, let's say you're a producer, you could go and meet with uh, like a senior producer and get some advice about either how to structure your story or how to mix the thing that you're working on or whatever. So like, imagine that it's like going to the, it's like going to the auto mechanic, you have a problem and then like one serious person can help you out. One of the, I mean, a lot of really serious experts have signed up to, 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 to meet. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for you to, that's a great way to meet people first of all, but also that's a awesome. great way to get some of your problems solved. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be huge. We're also going to have an art exhibition, so I've got, we're building this like exhibition with like fancy speakers and stuff um, so that people can go and listen to some new and weird audio. I've got uh, some, uh, there's three kind of pieces in the exhibition. One is from this amazing sound designer called James T. Green. One is uh, from a, a podcast called The Secrets Hotline, and it's like a bunch of hours of unheard secrets. Um, and then uh, another is uh, the final projects of the, the graduates from our summer camp that we did this past summer. So that's going to be also like pretty damn cool. Uh, attendees will also get complimentary access to uh, Common House for the for the festival weekend, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Common House is also celebrating its birthday. So there'll be a lot of activity over there. But also we're going to have this damn pitch party. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> okay, that's so much. That's awesome, and I'm glad you broke that down because I didn't know, especially about the two. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Like we've, it's like it's a weird. Um, it, well, okay. So so many people. Whenever I went to them and I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this festival," they were just like, "Yes, I'm in." You know, because everybody kind of recognized the value of getting people together, and it's not like. You know, a lot of these festivals are huge now. Like a lot of them are, um, you know, like it's like hundreds, thousands of people. Sure. We are bringing like 200 people and then we're going to be like sold out. So it's going to stay like pretty small and fairly intimate. We're not going to have like a ton of concurrent 
sessions or people having to choose to go like which kind of place like mostly everything is just going to happen in the auditorium and then there's like nice there's breaks built in so that so that you're encouraged to go walk up to somebody talk to them meet them learn about what they're doing right uh so yeah but here check this out so the let me tell you about this pitch party so ages ago me and my podcast partner uh kelly jones uh and, and another another friend a writer named uh, uh claire tason uh, we we had this idea for a show and we submitted it to the radiotopia podcast and we submitted it to the npr story lab and and these were like things that were new at, the, at that time that, that that both npr and radiotopia had not done these things right. so we managed to get into the top 10 of the pod quest and then we also were accepted into the NPR story lab. And if we think about this, there's a fundamental sense in which those contests revitalized or started our public radio careers. I mean, for me, it like resurrected because I was like I was a professor and I wasn't even thinking about radio like that. But then when we got into the to the to the stuff. We started making more things. We I started we had to pitch um the show in front of npr and then that's how i ended up getting hired to npr because the people who hired me there were present in the room that day you, you see what i'm saying yeah the connections um, the, exactly yeah what yeah so like it, it all expanded right yeah. yeah and so then the pitch party was our attempt to try and create that environment try and create a situation where a a, a podcast producer could meet new people and grow and have their project be supported. So what we did was we put out a national call out. We got like 60 something applications. We, we whittled it down under great agony because um, everybody's, everybody's pitches and everybody's ideas were so cool. And we got three finalists. Oh, and wow. at the pitch party, the three finalists are going to present their ideas to, um, to the, to uh, three judges who are going to, who, who themselves come from the resonate presenter list. And the winner is going to get a $10,000 uh, pilot to make their, uh, a $10,000 contract to make production, their podcast produ pilot. production contract, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a yeah. production contract. Uh, so they'll finally have the resources to, to be able to make the right kind of first episode VPM, uh, will then evaluate it. Maybe VPM will want to green light it. But even if they don't, then that producer will have like a fully polished pilot to take around to the networks and try to sell. You see what I'm saying? That's amazing. Um, and you, oh, you can't get that set up. Like most people literally just go to their laptop, turn something on, hit record, not knowing what they're doing. This is yeah. a $10,000 production contract that will make sure for the winner that has a yeah. pilot that can either be created themselves or go to other places, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's an opportunity that it'll it'll be great. Just I mean, just pitching is great. If you're able to like pitch something in front of a crowd and get feedback, that already is helpful. But like this is going to be like consequential because, yes, the crowd's going to learn about the pitching process and they're going to learn about your idea. But also, if, if you win, you get to make this thing. And I don't know. That's the thing that I was I was really I really wanted to be able to give to others. You know what I'm saying? Because I because I saw how beneficial it was for me. And I was like, you, we got to we got to make this happen. You seem like you would enjoy pitching, though. Did you do you enjoy pitching? I mean, I enjoy convincing <laughs> people. 
about the quality of an idea. I'm a, I'm right. a philosopher after all, right? Right, right. So, right. Uh, yeah, and so if I if I enjoy making a case for things that I feel confident about, for sure, you know. Uh, oh, but hey, listen, I'll say yeah. that at the so at at the pitch party, the uh, so obviously the the winner gets their prize, but the runners up are actually going to get um, new audio equipment from oh, nice. courtesy of our partners at Focusrite, and we're doing a raffle in the audience. So then someone in the audience is also going to win new audio equipment from uh, Focusrite. Oh, that's fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the director of community, community media, Dr. Chioki Ensign. It's, it's, I always say, like, because it just naturally rolls off, but it is Dr. <laughs> Chioki Ensign, correct? <laughs> if it's not, it's, I'm still going to call you that because that's what happens it's, to me. I think it's technically Ianson, but uh, there's a, okay. if, you, if you put that apostrophe actually in my name, it'll just get me lost in a database. So I don't use the apostrophe anymore. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I, too, have had a concept that I pitched that nobody cared about. But I, okay. I, I will tell it to you because I think you will appreciate how hard this would have been to have done. Okay. But it, All right. Let's, but, let's workshop it. Let's do it. But, Let's think about this, though. I was going to compare modern-day politicians with okay. modern-day hip-hop artists. Okay. So it was going to be like, if you named a politician, pick one, anyone, and then you referenced it to a modern-day hip-hop artist, or, you know, like historic, like a hip-hop artist that people know. You don't have to be, like, on the top, you know, 200 right now. Right. But it would be like, who's the 50 cent? Of Congress, I see. I see. So you would Boom. identify you would identify the attributes right. of right. the of the politician, and then right. similarly identify the attributes of the rapper, and you'd be able and to then say merge them and yeah, be yeah. like, who's the public enemy of the U.S. Senate? Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like nobody. It. I like nobody it. felt so, that one. Well, hold on. So, <laughs> but let's let's answer some questions here. Let's answer some oh! questions. Here. Wait, so what, uh, how does the episode unfold? Is it an essay? Are you talking to the rappers and the politicians? Are like, are you getting like just a kind of a a examination from uh, like a hip hop scholar? And yeah, right, right, right. We would feature, scientists? that's my thing. My thing would be like, the, 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 we'd introduce like the, uh, the, the theory, right? We'd introduce yeah. that first. And be like Barack Obama is the Jay Z. Boom. These yeah, are Barack, Barack Obama's Obama is definitely the Jay Z of, of here's, yeah. Right. Here's and, the Jay Z. And, and, and what, is is Donald Trump the old dirty bastard of president? <laughs> wow, it's tough to say. I my man Julian Hader. We we did a podcast once, and uh, oh Dr. yeah, Julian Hader over at the University of Richmond, right? My guy yeah. said that the Donald. We were, I, we were talking about this. And he came up with Donald Trump is the vanilla ice of politics. And he broke it down. Oh, interesting. But I had to push back because even with commercial success, like vanilla ice was never at the top. Donald Trump was at the top. Like vanilla right. ice could never pull the strings. 
So it's like, right, right, right. It's yeah. a good one. It's a good, see we but but you to, to go back to just finish up really quick. The the idea obviously early on it's like we're not going to get Jay Z and Barack Obama to like do this, but we would try to get like scholars and other like hip hop historians, maybe people that were familiar with the uh, the inner workings of uh, politics, and be like, you'd give us some give us some push and pull about how. These these yeah, two true. individuals would be linked. Yeah. Whoever the Ted Cruz of hip hop would be. I mean, I like that it because list. I can't tell if it's a political show about hip hop or a hip hop show about politics. That was the thing. We were as educationals, right? We we're gonna yeah. try to make it educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but, it's good. It seems like it'd be, it'd be <laughs> as good. It'd be as good as the cases that your guests could make. And right. I think that what I would actually do is I would I would frame each episode not as a discussion, but as a debate. And I would put two scholars like head to head and I would and, and I would give them a political figure and then have them make a case for which rapper they are. And then that way there'd be some there'd be tension because you wouldn't you see what I'm saying? Like it they, wouldn't just be a discussion, but there'd be tension where we'd have to determine by the end. Which rapper is this politician? Ladies and gentlemen, don't take our idea. See, we've already built something. <laughs> That's how fast this can happen. This is, and, and, and think about how fast this could happen at Resonate Podcast Festival, where we have not just one expert, but but many experts that Yo, would be able to like build 20, on these ideas. 30, yeah, like cats are cats who are real deep in the game are going to be at Resonate. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, like, any anything you've been wondering about, we can get all them questions answered this weekend. So tell everybody, right now, tickets are still on sale. It starts tickets on Friday. Tickets are on sale. There are, there are not many tickets left. Go to ResonatePodFest.com, and you can uh, sign up for tickets. Now, there's a discount code right there on the website. It's like 15%. But if you want a 50% discount code, then use the code resonate with us. No spaces. Resonate yeah. with us. 50% discount code. You heard it here. We're breaking news. Yeah. I don't know if that <laughs> I don't know how public that is, but a 50%. Yeah, we're we're keeping it under wraps, trying to share it with our favorite people. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's that's definitely the uh, Cheats Movement podcast uh family, if you will. So they can go. 14th and 15th, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to see a lot. You're going to meet a lot of people. I'm excited. What What do you think the future holds? As you said, these festivals become super big. They're like, they're podcast festivals with thousands of people. What do you envision as, as kind of the, the founder of, of Resident? What do you envision for the future? I want our numbers to always stay the same. So I want, I just want Resonate to be a thing where as soon as it opens, cats sign up and then it's sold out and it's done and that we invite bigger and greater and more important and illuminating guests. You see what I'm saying? I'm with you yet. There's a part of me that like is thinking of me missing out on the sneaker app right now. And I'm mad at you. I'm already mad at you because I'm like, why doesn't Nike just release more? My shoe, I can't get them because as soon as you hit go, it's already out. It's a it's an it's an important uh, thing to think about, and I think that what what we have to do then is that we would have to have uh, different um, we have to have like a staggered registration system. 
so that first the, all the the all the cheatses and whatnot could be able to sign up, and then after that we'd have some other cats sign up, and then and then after so it'd be staggered so that you well, would, so that you'd be able to get your shot. Right, I just definitely want an opportunity. I feel like you know this. Anytime that you go online or something, and as soon as you go online, it's already over. And I feel like a couple <laughs> of years from now. If you're if you're looking at 200 people, it's going to be already over. I already know how you get down. I know what's going to happen as this Listen. continues to build, and Listen. it's all. I'm speaking it in existence already. Yeah, and I'm going to be. You so I'm going to be true, mad dog. at you. So I'm going to be mad at you. Three years from now, yeah. I'm going to be upset with you. <laughs> all right, I'll, That's I'll, what's gonna I'll have a I'll have That's a backstage path ready ready for you. Uh, it, man, you this will be like that time. Uh, that time that uh, everybody went to see uh, Talib Kweli. Remember when Talib Kweli was in town? And no. I kept putting off the ticket. And I was like, ah, I'll get my uh, ticket the week of. And then yeah. I did not have a ticket. And then I was on the outside of the Talib Kweli concert. See? You, got, you know, got to gotta strike while the iron's hot. Got to strike. <laughs> Last words, Chioki. Tell, like, just uh, sum it up. If you were going to sum it, if, it's just, if this is Sunday, October 16th. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we ask you, uh, outside of the logistics and so forth, man, what did yeah. people get out of it? Tell me what you hope people would get out of it. I'm hoping that, especially for those who are interested in podcasting, that they'll walk away from Resonate Weekend having the seeds they need to grow their podcast careers. That's the that's the kind of move that I'm trying to make, that it's it's not just educational, but that it's the kind of advice and the kind of interaction and the kind of experience that could directly impact the way that people work and the way that people make things. That's what we're looking for. Perfect. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Resonate Podcast Festival. It kicks off on Friday, this Friday, October 14th. It will be at the ICA. Look, this is going to be an amazing, amazing opportunity to learn, to get those questions answered. Uh, to learn about the process, to learn about things that you probably haven't even thought about. So I'm excited. I will be there. Chioki will be there. Oh, it yeah. is going to be a fantastic, fantastic opportunity. I'm not going to tell it again because I don't want – look, you got to listen to the whole thing or go back. But there is a discount code that Chioki dropped that will give you – would you say 50% off? 50% off, yeah, yeah. Bruh. And and also Bruh. if cats are – if cats are like – uh, you know, have trouble paying for anything, then there's an email on the website. You can email and let us know, and then we'll make sure that you get in. Well, we'll leave it at that. Thank you. Cho you know what? Uh, the last thing I'll say is that whenever I see Chioki, I always tell him, I always think he's one of the most interesting men. Like, if they do the commercial about the most interesting man in, in the world, that was a DeSucky's commercial. <laughs> The just because I got a bunch of jobs. Tioki is by far the most interesting man that I know, whether it's in Richmond or not. I mean, you might catch him on a motorcycle. <laughs> you might catch him in a podcast lab. I don't know. You might catch him with his fam. Look, it's, 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 it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So I'm really excited about what you're doing. I'm very proud of you, brother. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on Friday. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I will see you there. And also, all the rest of y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out. We see it. Yeah. Yo, yo, I'm trying to play living. Right. See you at the end, bro.